Hello, everyone. Well, it's that time. Hometowns are here, and we get to see a bunch of dysfunctional people try and puzzle through how their loved ones could fall head over heels for a complete stranger in just a matter of weeks. I've said it once, and I'll probably say it again. I've had a carton of milk in my refrigerator longer than Brandon has been falling for Michelle. Unfortunately, we didn't see many crazies in this episode. I guess Michelle actually has a decent group of men in her final four. Or the guy's parents didn't extend an all-expense-paid trip to Minnesota to the wackier branches of the family tree. Some guy in Austin and I break it all down for you, including our big discussion regarding Brandon's hometown outfit. Did he come straight from the set as an extra in the new West Side Story movie? I believe so. Because when you're a jet, you're a jet for life. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 245 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin who's about to celebrate a birthday this weekend. Whoop, whoop. Are you so excited? Not really. I mean, I, I, <laughs> That's I am, the spirit. <laughs> well, as you know, Mrs. Some Guy was nice enough to uh, force me to plan a um, a large party at uh, one of my favorite little honky tonks with one of my favorite uh, bands playing. All my buddies are in it, and um, yeah, I am very excited about the get together. The whole reason for the get together, I'm not very excited about. Why are you going to tell people why? Well, I just I just feel like I'm I'm getting older, and I I don't like that feeling. It's different. You're celebrating still being alive. Well, that's true, and I, I I will work over the next few days to you know reshift my focus mm-hmm. um, from half empty to half full. And by the mm-hmm. time you and uh, Todd and Laura get in town, uh, I will be as as pepped up as I'm going to be with respect to aging another year. That's perfect. I like what I'm hearing. I do. Hey, I like what I'm hearing. What'd you get me? I got you one of the best birthday presents ever. I could <laughs> not be more excited. Uh, so what time does Emily Maynard land? <laughs> 7.30 on the dock <laughs> with all her children and husband. They're going to celebrate you. <laughs> She's probably pregnant again, so I have to rethink that. It's going to be so weird. You were with me on my birthday, and I'm going to be with you on your birthday. It was a big year for birthdays. I know. I don't think I've ever been with you on any kind of holiday. Well, listen, for what it's worth, I I do appreciate you guys taking the time and making the trip. That does mean a lot to me, all kidding aside. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We're excited. We plan to dance and be entertained. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. There's gonna be a lot of two stepping, a lot of maybe some waltzing involved, and a little swing dance. Do you? Are you going to do the John Travolta dance? No, no, it's honky tonk. There's no place. No, but they can play it, and you can do it. No, not happening. I'm gonna be all. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be John Travolta and Urban Cowboy on Saturday. Oh well, that'll work. You got a Lone Star in your back pocket, ready to go. 
<laughs> you don't know how true that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my friend Rennell has those boots he wears, and my sister had those growing up. The white ones, the nudie boots? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Those are, you know, I couldn't get away with those, but those were big back Why? in the day. Why couldn't you get away with those? White boots? Because I'm not a male dancer. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> not, well, I mean, I'm not a, I should put it this way, I'm not, you know, Magic Mike. Did you know there's another Magic Mike coming out? Are you kidding? I'm not. Is McConaughey and that other guy in it? What's his name? No, but McConaughey, Channing Tatum, but McConaughey is running for governor. No, no, no. He announced he wasn't. Oh, he announced he wasn't? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let me just tell you that is perfect evidence of somebody sitting him down and saying, are you out of your mind? (laughs) Yeah. He obviously had a moment of clarity, uh, much like our our wayward bachelorette. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. Well, you're actually not very wayward. She didn't really... Venture she, far off the- she does not weigh, nor does she word. She is very specific in what she wants. As you and I predicted, the final four are four seemingly great guys. She is going to have a major meltdown heartbreak after each goodbye. And I have some thoughts, even though earlier today you called and said, do we really need a podcast? It's essentially the same episode as it was last week. Well, then everything we predicted happened. It did. It did. So I want to kind of veer a little bit from what we normally do and try to concentrate on what stuck out on the dates to us. Mm -hmm. Because for the first time in a very long time, we don't have any weird brothers or parents who are bickering or people who hate the woman who's trying to get married or the man who's trying to get married. They're either very, very passive or ask very logical questions that we all wonder about the bubble that is the Bachelor franchise. So I kind of wanted to go through each guy and point out some things that I either thought funny or interesting. And I want to start with Brandon. And did you notice that he looked like he was an extra in West Side Story last night by what he, he was wearing? I was going to go with he looked like he should be working on Grease Lightning, but that the, is actually a better characterization. Yeah, he had on like some kind of high top vans. Yep. And um, rolled up black rolled Levi's up jeans. And uh huh. A short sleeve Oxford shirt with stripes, which was also rolled up. Yes. I will give you a thousand dollars if you can sing something from West Side Story. Oh, um, I just met a girl named Maria. <laughs> that, that's one, and then it's fun to live in America. That's another one. That's the Natalie Wood one, and then um, boy, boy, silly boy. That one where they're jumping, you know, they can't say dance fight when they're snapping. Yeah, exactly. Just play when they, it cool. when all right, okay. I owe you $1,000. That's pretty More good. $3,000, actually, because that was three songs from the soundtrack. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you know that West Side Story is being remade and comes out in at Christmas time? I did hear that. Isn't it Spielberg? It is. Are you I mean, so excited? Do you already have your tickets? I do. Well, the, the special effects are going to be phenomenal. <laughs> when Jabba the Hutt rolls up. Yeah. No, wait. No, that's George Lucas. When Indiana Jones rolls up, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Okay, so he looked like he was ready to, you know, when you're a jet, 
or the sharks, whatever. But he takes her to a skate park where he claims he skated his whole life on a skateboard, yet he couldn't stay on the skateboard. Do you think he was nervous or do you think he really didn't know what he was doing? Um, I, I think he probably hasn't gotten on a skateboard in 10 years. Yeah. Okay. He, he said, I think, I think he said that, um, something like, yo, I don't know how to do this anymore or something like that. And I thought, God bless you. <laughs> the yo. <laughs> yeah. I, that's Dog. He's Dog. Not, yo. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, Rocky Balboa anyway. <laughs> Well, I was watching with Amy upstairs. Again, Laura has Bible study downstairs. And Amy and I are upstairs watching. And all we kept, I don't, I couldn't tell you what they talked about. And it doesn't really matter. And we just kept going, he is, he's a baby face. He is so young. Look at how young he is. And then it occurred to Amy, we've been watching this since 2003. Mm-hmm. Guess who keeps getting older, yet the cast say stays the same age? And so Amy just realized, Michelle doesn't think he looks young because he's 26 and she's 28 or something. Yeah. I am 46. So Depressed. probably when I was 30 watching this, it didn't occur to me how young Brandon is. But now I just sound like a grandma saying, he is so young. Look, And Amy just kept saying, he really can't grow a beard. Look, y'all were right. He can't grow a beard. I said, no, he cannot. But he's just baby-faced. His brother was young looking too. But can we talk about the DJ Jazzy Jeff glasses and the chain that his brother had? Mm -hmm. Noah, was that his name? Noah, very good memory. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I didn't understand the glasses. Um, they, They looked almost corrective. Uh, in, yeah. in the sense that they were, you know, like they, they gave them to him uh, it, it, before to his make real him glasses. Smart or something. Before his real glasses are ready. <laughs> These are <one> temporary. <laughs> yeah. Or, or he had just gotten back from doing some wood, you know, woodworking or something. And he you know, that's them. very in clear, well, clear frames. Clear frames. Yeah. Now, I've got the kind of um, – got new frames um, since you and I saw each other last. I'd be yeah. curious to get your opinion on them. Yeah. What color are they? They're like the the, the the black kind. Like they're black up top and then they're like clear on the bottom. I can't, they're Ray-Bans. But, uh, oh. But, but regardless of that, I, I thought the brother um, is ridiculous as he looks. seemed like a nice enough guy. The family was just struck me as a little odd. I think that the biggest thing about them is that the mom wants to make sure that he that Michelle knows that he has a big heart and he's very sensitive. Because the very first thing that happens is he sits down and he said, I rolled up literally in a bed and I said, Michelle, I want you to see what you'd be waking up next to. I don't know if you remember that. I remember that happening. I did not remember that was Brandon. And she claims, as she's talking to the parents and the brother, she said, I just kind of wrote him off a little bit and said, oh yeah, because he's full of that kind of humor. And she didn't really like that, I guess. It left a, not necessarily a bad taste in her mouth, but just sort of wrote him off. And then yeah. she said, but then in our first conversation, I knew that he wasn't a player and he wasn't like that. And then for the rest of the time, 
they were bombarding her with, no, he's not like that. He has a big heart. He's very emotional. He's very sensitive. He, he really likes you. And so they, it was almost like they were trying to win Michelle over for Brandon. But at the very end, she says, I'm falling for you. She said that to him on that yeah. roaming bench that travels with them. Yeah. Well, I, I remember he said to his mom something like, I know she's my person or something. Yeah. And the look on mom's face was not very convincing. She was Mm-mm. like, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I think they're trying to do them solid, you know, they're trying to help them out, get them over the goal line, however you want to phrase That's it. That's true. So, yeah. And there was another thing that she said too, that I found very interesting, which you and I have pointed out before. We call it, we call it safe, but she just kept saying, there's no question that Brandon likes me. He makes sure that I know how he feels. There's no question when, when it comes to him. This, yeah, but he, he's he's not only young in looks. He's I think he's young in um, yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not optimistic, but naive, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and he still hasn't had his heart squashed like a lot of other people have. So that's going to happen here, I think. Um, I, I think he's the next one to go. Oh, I don't. Okay. I think he's in top two. No, you and I are arguing over this. I think it's Nate and Joe, but. I think it's Nate and Brandon. We'll see. Well, it's my birthday coming up, so you have to agree with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, let me, let me tell you why. Let's skip Rodney for just a second. We'll come back to him. He was second, but Joe was third. He relived the high school prom with her and he did all the prom things. And, oh, look, he was listening during my poem. No, he wasn't. The producers did that for him. It's fine. And then Hannah, the sister-in-law to the brother who spoke no word on camera, not one. That's the best, right? (laughs) She's very interested that Michelle thinks Joe has this quiet confidence. Um, They always talked about how it's very hard for him to show emotion. And are you ready to propose? And at the end, Joe says... I'm falling in love with you. Here's what I think is happening with Joe. She thinks that they would be so good together. They even look good together. But I think Joe is a pretty face who is a really good basketball player, who is nice, who is this quiet confidence, who tells her things. And then she realizes there's not really anything there and she doesn't get excited about it as much, but she knows she should be. But see, so here's, here's what I think. Cause I don't disagree with what you're saying, but here, here's my bent on it. I think she sees Joe as more of a husband than she does Brandon. I mean, Brandon, she views like the child that he is, I think, but mm-hmm. Joe and, and correct me if this is not a female thing, but I think, she's suffering from the syndrome that she's filling the black holes with assumptions. In other words, there's a lot about Joe that just, she doesn't know. And I think she's attributing that to, well, he hasn't opened up or whatever, but maybe there's not anything there, you know? Right. I don't know. Am I making sense? Yes, you are. And that, and that I think is, she's going to realize that because even whenever he's talking to his dad, we're like, Hey Joe, let's go talk. And they sit there and, and he goes, how you feeling? Good. Is that all you got? <laughs> yeah. 
And that, yeah. and they literally, that's literally what happened on camera. And so then they have to go back to the sister-in-law because she's the only one talking. And so I feel like the men in that family are just, we're here. We're, and it's not a bad thing, but I feel like she's, she's needing a little bit more and she's calling it. I need him to open up emotionally. Well, he did at the end. He said, I'm falling in love with you. And I think it's a, it's probably getting a really good edit. Cause I think she is attracted to Joe, but I, I just feel like Joe is, is what she's saying, man, this should be the one he's from Minnesota. He's a basketball player. He's very good looking. We have a great time together. She doesn't laugh with Joe, which she says quite often she needs. And I, I don't think that she's going to want to be, which I got a feeling that Hannah is kind of the leader in the relationship. Like, Hey Joe, this is what we're going to do. And he'll go, okay. And, And I feel like she's needing I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to say Joe is boring cause he's not. I don't want to say that Joe is Melbatos cause he's not. I don't want to say that Joe's not good for her because he's not, but she just looks and acts different with Brandon than she does with Joe. And again, that might be an edit. Those are all fair points, but here ultimately, whether he's eliminated second or third, uh, I think I'm not sure Joe, I think he's pretty self-contained. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that he really doesn't need somebody hanging around. You know, he He's seems good. to be pretty, pretty independent emotionally and pretty independent, um, you know, in his life. I'm sure he's the kind of guy that goes places all alone all the time. He probably doesn't have a large group of friends, but the friends he has are good. And, you know, he's just pretty self-contained. So Brandon seems to me more codependent for sure. Yeah. And it's a question of whether Michelle sees Joe as more of a husband or Brandon, but no, those points are valid. And you know, you, you've convinced me, or at least you've gotten me off the being convinced myself that, that Brandon goes home next. But I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I just, but, but the question is going to be, what does each guy bring to the relationship? That's right. That's right. Rodney was at Bob last Bob. night. I think Amy, I think Amy nailed it when she said, I feel like he's trying so hard. And he is. He and was. Yes, and, and he and, is. And it, it made me sad for him because they go picking apples in an orchard because that was also in her poem. No, but I never went to the apple orchard or something. And I never went to the prom and I was the last one picked. But obviously we could see that Rodney was not going to get through this. Yeah. I mean, we, we all saw it. But other things that pointed to that was during his time, there's a lot of best friend talk, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, the person needs to be your best friend and he makes me laugh and, and that's really great. But then she would transition into, I don't know how anyone could see you as an underdog. You're so great. And so she's pumping him up in front of his parents and talking about how you're not an underdog. You're not an underdog because I thought, oh, she's, when she dumps him, she wants him to know that he's not. Which is exactly I mean, he's what enough, he and he's worthy, and which is what yeah, she said. That's exactly what happened. I would, I just want you to know that things develop faster with other people, and you're great, and all that. So she tried to let him be uneasy, um, but I found it very telling that when the the it was it the mother that was grilling him, like, "Why do you like my son?" or something, or, or these other gentlemen, how do they, how does he stand out, or something was yes. the question. Yes, and she led with, 
he makes me laugh. And that probably not the first thing you want to hear. Right. In this situation, you know? And she just kept saying, she is, she's worried that Michelle could break his heart. And then when she sat down with Rodney, she repeated herself. Now I'm the mother and I'm going to point out this hard stuff. I'm worried that she could break your heart. And Rodney responds with, well, she's worth the risk. Yeah. Which I respect. And I think he, he, um, if you recall, can't remember what date it was. It was one of the group dates where they were doing a voiceover with him. And he said, you know, I'm not the best built guy. I'm not the best looking. I'm not the tallest guy, but you know, I'm going to do what I can to stand out. And I'm always in that position. Um, So I think he's very self-aware, but ultimately what we predicted came true. It just wasn't enough to get him past. You're super funny. and I like hanging out with you. um, Yeah. It's in the fantasy suite. Yeah. Do you think he'll go to paradise? Absolutely. You think he'll be good in paradise? Yeah, I think so too. He's one of those guys everybody likes. Oh, I hope he finds love. I do too. Maybe Claire will revisit paradise. (laughs) Maybe, maybe so. Hey, did you see that Blake Horkshaw is a DJing stage coach? What? Yay for him. He's going to make a little change on the side. That's a logical progression. Isn't Uh, it though? Leaping with everyone in your, uh, in your complimentary trailer. That's right. uh, And he can buy some of them drinks. Yep. Sexting contestants, former contestants. And And just see uh, who shows up. Yeah. Good for him. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever had an earring? No, never. Have you ever wanted one? No. I remember when those were popular um, because like, remember Scott Valentine from uh, Family Ties wore one and he was Valerie's boyfriend. Um, and then Kiefer Sutherland wore one in, uh, in Lost Boys. Okay. But I remember that and parachute pants. I remember seeing those two trends thinking, these are the stupidest. There's no way I'm piercing my ear and I'm not wearing parachute pants. And all my friends mm. um, to this day, uh, you know, had earrings. My college roommates all had earrings. Not not during college, but, you know, when, they, when we were all in high school, they all did the earring thing. And I always thought it was dumb. You know, Nate has one earring in one ear, like a stud, and then a dangly one in the other. You think These one's don't even stuck? match. You think one's stuck or he lost one? <laughs> I don't know. Let's <laughs> talk about Nate. Thoughts on Nate's tattoos. It's like a, a print. It's it's almost like a piece of artwork all over his back. I think it was a person holding another person's face. Yeah, weird. And half of an angel. And then what we think was maybe some sort of flower between his nips. Did you see that? Did yeah, you pause? I, I did you pause the TV like we did and try to read the poem across <laughs> no, his probably- left pectoral? I no? probably fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. I, we tried I, to read um, it. It wasn't anything we recognized. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out, and we haven't said this, but uh, she was a four for four on jump and straddles. This, uh, this home. Did she that- jump and straddle with Joe? I thought it was uh, three I, for four. Oh, I thought maybe she did, but maybe I, I could be incorrect. I uh, know, but it's their first jump and straddles. Yeah. 
she um, hasn't been jumping and straddling and she no, did. I mean, I think there was probably a production meeting and it was like, look, we've checked all the boxes. We've said journey a hundred times. We've said amazing. Uh, we've had some drama. You've some kissed right everybody. Reasons. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You've mm. Kissed everybody more than once. Um, we've humiliated at least one contestant. The only thing we're missing here is the jump and straddle. We need and, to make that happen. And Brandon didn't fall over when she jumped and straddled. <laughs> Awesome. Let's hey, talk you about. Maybe, you think maybe when you see me on my birthday that you would execute a jump? No, uh-uh. no. Yeah. I want to do the lift at the end of Dirty Dancing. I'll have to work That's on that. way more dramatic. Okay, we'll see. I, I think that uh, yeah, that might be dangerous in the location. We're gonna be in the <laughs> you know, me and my high school boyfriend could do it. That's wow. That's amazing. Isn't that impressive. I mean, people would yeah. ask us to do it, and I'd go no. Okay. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> Give me some room, people. Oh, okay. Let's let's talk about Nate. He, he's paddle boarding in the whatever lake because that's what he does in Austin. But yeah. his whole thing was he's never brought a girl home to meet his family. A B. He and his family never talk about girls or relationships. C, he's never really said, I love you or any of that mushy gushy stuff to his family. You know, and that was bizarre to me because I would have expected that out of Joe, for instance, but True. not out of Nate. Because Nate seems so kind of happy and outgoing. You would yes. think Yeah. Yes. It was just, that struck me as weird. But yeah, he apparently that's uh, a forbidden subject in their Yes. Family. And so. Another odd layer was Nate's mom, who apparently is Canadian, and then his stepdad was there, Charles, who just divorced his mom like a year and a half ago. So they're not even still together, but it is the man that raised Nate from like high school years, junior high, high school years until a year and a half ago. I just want to let you know, and I'm sorry to talk over you, I'm just so anxious to make this point. Um, I plan on wearing the same shirt that Charles had on for my birthday party. Some gold lame, yeah, some kind of like Asian looking collar thing, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. He looked looked good, but Charles was quick to tell Michelle, "I don't think Nate is ready." That's an atom bomb, huh? A little bit, yes, (laughs) a little bit of one, and and his his defense of that was. I don't think, and again, Nate's never brought anybody home. Nate's never talked about girls, any of his relationships. He's kept that private. He said, I'm worried that Nate doesn't know the the difference between love and marriage because one is a feeling and one is a commitment. Oof. I thought that was was good. (laughs) Wisdom. He is dropping wisdom. And then meanwhile, the best the best part about that is, sorry to cut you off. The best part about that is that as harsh as that sounds in this environment, it is absolutely oh true. Gosh, I meant Charles was firing <laughs> truth bomb, truth bomb, truth bomb over and over. And the mom was doing the same thing. And she said, I, you know, I, I'm, I believe you. I think Michelle is lovely. I think y'all are perfect together. My problem is, what is this going to look like outside the bachelor bubble? Are you still going to yeah. feel the same way? Are you still going to want her 
in the end because you've known her for five seconds and are you going to propose? And two, two funny things. She said the mother was Leanne or Leanna or something like that. Was that Mm -hmm. her name? I think so. So, Yeah. I I can't remember what. Yeah. But so so she said something about um, she's worried that he would, he's gotten quote swept up in the process. And I thought Mm -hmm. that's the perfect way to put it. You know, he's been sort of blinded by the whole journey, if you will. And then the second part is when, she's talking and she says, you know, look, are you ready to propose? You know, I don't, and, and she's kind of planting those seeds. He kind of nods to the side and sc- scratches his head, which I thought was hysterical because it's like, wow, it's the first time that thoughts ever occurred yeah. to me. And then he follows that up with, well, I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do. Yeah. And I think, uh, I tell yeah. you who I feel like is swept up in the process is Brandon. Agreed. Well, I think he, I don't think he swept up in the show, no. which is what his mom. What, that's what, Nate, what his yeah. That's what Nate's mom meant. Right. But then we get we we get to where Nate and Charles you know are back together. Whenever he's saying there's a difference between love and commitment, um, he, he I don't know. Nate just kind of relaxes into the moment and said, "It's very important." to me that you're here and that he just means that because you've divorced mom and you took your time to come out here and want to meet Michelle and want to be here with me and 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 speaking all this, yes, (laughs) speaking all this truth, but Nate didn't take it as a wet mop. He instead starts tearing up and (laughs) professes his adoration, not love yet, but adoration to Charles. And then Charles comes back and says, you know, I've known you since you were nine until the man you are today. And I don't know if I've ever told you of how proud I am of you. And then Nate gets emotional and says, whenever I have kids, I love my dad, which I thought was very kind of him to say. I love my dad, but whenever I have kids, I want to raise them as you raised us. And then yeah. Charles says, you'll raise them better than me. And then he starts crying. Everybody starts crying. And then they tell each other for, for the first time that they love each other. Yeah, that was a good moment. Oh, but, I loved that moment. But that put was, Nate on this weird yeah. high and Michelle is in this weird low and can't yeah. really talk to him about it because he's just told his stepdad for the first time, I love you. And she's going off of the stepdad saying, yeah, I don't think Nate's ready. Well, you know, the, so yeah, I was going to say the juxtaposition was awesome because it was two complete opposite feelings and I could just see you could just see in Michelle the thought rallying around her head was when Charles looked at her and says I don't know if he can handle this yeah (laughs) oh my yeah and so and he was but you said truth bomb truth bomb everything out of his mouth was like I don't know if this is real. There's a difference between true love and what you feel. This is too Mm -hmm. soon. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, all that stuff. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you're Nate, if if you respect a guy that much and he's given you that much to think about? Yeah, I don't know. And I, I, I'm wondering too, I mean, you and I have talked about this now, but it's season, I don't know, 17, 18 of the bachelorette. Can you not, do you have to get engaged at the end? Do, or do they make somebody get down on one knee at the end? And the answer that yes. It is. It's yes. And so, but now, I mean, we just saw Tasha and Zach broke up. 
it's like they stick it out for, oh, I don't know, six to eight months, eight months to a year. And then they just give the ring back because every single person says, I only want to get engaged once. I'm only going to do this once. And uh, that's not the case. Is Caitlin married yet? Not yet. Nope. But even even she, even if she gets married, she didn't marry the guy she chose. Remember, she chose fake That's Ryan right. Gosling. She th- chose fake Ryan Gosling, yes. Yeah. Wow, okay. And I don't know if you count that as a Bachelor franchise success story. I think, I mean, depends on how you define success. I mean, at no, this no. point, we're going to have to. Because, because the success stories are just yeah. so few and far yeah. between. It's funny what success looks like. It's sort of yes. like you know, when when, you know, you you break both legs and then you take one step, you know, that's. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, just, you know, it's, success is. The, the, oh, the I see what you're saying. It's relative. You know, it's relative. Like, yep. Okay. We have some kind of ancillary relationship here that, that, you know, probably is the result of some drunken encounter at one of these events, but you know, Hey, if it works, let's go for it. Can you name five success stories right now? Uh, Ryan and Trista, of course. Of course. Ryan and Trista is like the uh, on 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 uh, Wheel of Fortune when they give you the RST LME at the end there. That one doesn't even count. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's Sean Lowe and Catherine too. They're they're almost at the RST LME. Yeah. So so Sean Lowe and Catherine, okay. uh, uh, Ryan Trista. Um, Rachel Lindsay and that Brian guy from Miami. Yes, that's good. Are you um, counting that as two or three? Three, okay. but two. It's the RSTLNE. Gotcha. Um, and then, uh, then we've got we had. I would have said JP Rosenbaum and yeah, Ashley, but they got they divorced. Um, and then um, Ali Fedotowski married somebody else. She didn't marry Roberto. Did. No. Um, um, Desiree and Chris, they're still together. Ah, oh, and then uh, would did Jaden Tanner count? Well, see, that's what I don't know. I would say yes because they did meet on a Bachelor show. Yeah, and she's hurt them, and uh, she's having a have a kid contest with Emily Maynard too. Yes. I mean, every, remember the story where she had one in the closet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just kind of fell out. I guess I don't, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I, mean, I do know how it works biologically. <laughs> but I, you know what I mean. That wasn't a medical statement that I made. <laughs> I mean, can, you, can you imagine? I can't imagine like coming home from work one day, putting down my briefcase, honey, I'm home, and all of a sudden you hear thump and then a cry. I, I wouldn't know what the hell to do. Get the scissors. And then you think, where have these been? And then you think, where do I cut? Hey, thank y'all for listening. And a huge shout out to last night's game for creating a bachelorette bracket for us. Ashnal, Liz, Helen, they're still in our top three spots on the scoreboard. It's getting very exciting. 
If you'd like to read a recap of the hometown episode of Michelle's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.